0: You're listening to the book your dream clients podcast episode two. Today I am sharing five mistakes that I made when I first started my coaching business and I don't want you to make the same mistakes so go grab something to write with and something to drink and let's get started. Lindsay Maloney. All right so let's just dig into the five things. There are many mistakes that I made when I started my first coaching business and I just had to go through the gigantic list and pick five that I know I can easily talk about and explain to you on a podcast episode because there are some that are going to take a while to explain but here are the five things that I think we can all relate to whether it doesn't matter if you're a business coach or health coach it really doesn't matter these are five things that I wish I would have done differently if you have a client-based business and your goal is to book clients or you sell programs please listen because I want you to pay really close attention to all of these These are things that could hold you back in your business for a long time. They did with mine, and I don't want that for you. I want you to grow simply and strong and long-lasting. I want you to scale your business with all of your legs really strong and sturdy. So let's get into the first one. When I look at my list here, I don't even know which one to start with. What, how, how can we get into this in a good way? There are so many things, and I see so many coaches do this now, and I kind of cringe when I see, like for this one, for example, these are in no particular order. I'm just going to pick them as I go. I have them here in front of me, and the first one that's jumping out at me is I wasn't screening my discovery calls. For years, I gave people my access to my calendar and they had full pick of the day they wanted to talk to me and the time and (laughs) that's just really not the way you want to run your business. We really don't want to give everyone an opportunity to talk to us at every second of the day, right? We have to work on our business. We have to work. We're taking care of our family so we're going to set our hours. If you want to learn more about that, go to episode one and we talk more about that. But having an application process isn't just for the big coaches out there. And that's what I always thought. I thought, you know, years ago, well, I'm not a big coach yet. I can't say apply here. That just sounds weird. It sounds like I'm in high demand. And it sounds like I, you know, have limited time when I don't. So that's what I was putting out into the world. I was putting out into the world that I have all this time, I'm not a big coach. And nothing really happened. I was, it was like crickets. Then once I started working on my mindset and going deeper and deeper into my dream clients, my dream students and what I really wanted to help people with and who I wanted to help, I had to start screening people. You're gonna find as a coach that people are going to just want to talk to you, especially you know if they see you on social media a lot they they admire you or they think you're really smart and they want a business just like yours, you're going to find some people that are going to, if they can have access to your calendar, they're going to book a call with you so they can pick your brain. And that's, that's not very fair. I don't really think that is a great way to reflect your own business. If you're calling, booking calls with coaches to pick their brain and then you don't have any, any um, idea in your head or plan to invest in that coach. You're just wanting to talk to somebody to get some ideas for your own business, which I don't think is right. So I was finding I was getting um, people who weren't willing to invest whatsoever, no matter how it, it, it didn't even sound like they even wanted to. It was just they wanted to ask me random questions about my business, which is kind of rude and uncalled for. And trust me, I've gotten some really weird questions from people about my business on a discovery call, which is crazy. It was just for another episode about how to run a discovery call so you can actually make the sale. But my application process is super simple. I I like everything in my business. I make it really easy to do. So when people go to my website and they want to talk, they want to work with me one on one, they have to. Apply to even get on the discovery call with me, because I want to know what their business is. I want to know what their website looks like, what their plan is. Are they selling products? And my biggest question is, are you willing to invest in yourself? And when they say no, I don't get on the discovery call with them because what I can't help you if you don't want to help yourself. And I get it. You know, sometimes we're like, well, I just don't have the money. Like, I literally don't have the money. You're still stuck in that scarcity mindset and you're scared of going out there and getting uncomfortable and investing in your business. I totally get it. But when I see people say no, I don't delete the email and forget about them. I always respond back to them and say something like, you know, I would love to talk to you sometime about your business. I know you're struggling in this area. I really believe I could help you, but I don't feel like this is the best time for you. So, I highly recommend you do. I give them a few um, calls to action. Whether well, there's some free resources that I have or recommended books that I can kind of tell maybe would help them just by glancing at the words that they use, their website, their social media platform. I can tell a lot about somebody from those things. So I will always send them things so they can better themselves. And a lot of times those people will come back And they'll ask again, okay, I'm ready, now can we do it? And that just makes my day because I know that okay, they just needed that missing puzzle piece fit to fit in there so they could make that next step in their in their life and in their business. So having that application process also puts you at a higher level. You know, it it puts you even if you've never booked a client before, make them apply. They're never going to know that you haven't worked with anybody yet. Make them apply. Screen those applications. Write them back and let them know if they got in or not. And you're going to feel like your business is at a much higher level, which only puts your business on the path to faster success and to your goal faster. Because you put that message out there that this is what I want my business to be like. So if you're saying to yourself, in, th- in a couple years, when I'm bigger, I'll have an application process. Why wait two years? That doesn't make any sense. I'm telling you now to do this because do the things that you would do in two years, three years in your business. Do them now. Throw out that boomerang or whatever it's called. Throw it out there. I am a high level coaching business and all of that stuff is going to come back to you when you start acting like one. I guarantee it. Okay. And my second one that I want to talk about was I didn't even have a sales page to work with me one-on-one, which just blows my mind. Cause I'm all about sales pages now, but I was not about them back then. I had no idea how to make a sales page whatsoever. I had no idea what to write, what to, what my message was, who I was really talking to. I wasn't clear on my ideal client whatsoever. And so all I had was a paragraph of to work with me one-on-one click here. And then they had access to my calendar or something. I don't even know what kind of weird pathway it was, but I had no sales page for somebody to sit there and look into. You know, when you hire a coach, you spend so much time on their sales page. I know I do. I spend so much time there because I want to read every single word and feel like I can connect with them on a deep level. That's really important to me. Working one on one with someone is probably going to be your highest investment that you're going to be making in your business. So, by giving somebody a paragraph or showing them you know their struggles that they're going through, you know what their ideal day looks like, you know what they want in their business, and making them feel like this page was written for them, and you can give them that security and that no, like, and trust factor is immediately built. They're going to want to work with you because you've built it properly. So that is super important. Have a sales page for your one-on-ones. It's going to make a huge difference. Plus, when people reach out to you and ask you, you can just point them, say, go to lindsaymaloney.com slash Lindsay or whatever. You can point people to something legit, not a paragraph or a few bullet points. Let's make our businesses look how we want them to operate in three years, Okay. Okay, and this one kind of ties in with my first one. I wasn't screening my discovery calls. It's I was available at all times, and that goes hand in hand because we can't be available at all times for people. It's crazy. So set your hours. Think of the days of the week that you want to go on a call. Think of the times of the day that you want to go on a call. Don't sit there and obsess about fitting in everyone. If they want to talk to you, they're going to find a way to talk to you. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. My hours are crazy early in the morning and there's not many times during the week where I can just work on my business without having a call. So it really doesn't matter. When people want you, they're going to find a way to work with you. Okay? So don't get that fear out of your mind and just go ahead and set your hours. You don't even have to be available every day for discovery calls. It can be every other day or one day a week. It's whatever you want. You're the boss. Fourth one is I didn't have a good organic marketing strategy in place at all. What I was doing was embarrassing. I would schedule a blog post and think, this is like the blog post that will go viral and everything will finally work for me. And all I have to do is share it on Facebook and then nothing would happen. And it would be like, huh. Facebook is slow today, but really that's all I was doing was sharing my blog post to my family and friends on Facebook who probably thought I was like, what is she doing now? Why is she writing about email marketing? What is going on here? And nothing was happening, surprisingly enough. (laughs) I had no idea how to market my business organically whatsoever. And then I decided, okay, I need to figure this out here. And I started looking into organic marketing strategies and I figured out a way that works amazingly well. So organic marketing is just marketing your blog posts, your content, so you can grow your list and your following at the same time for free. I only invest in marketing when I'm launching and I only launch once a quarter. I am not running ads all the time for freebies or my groups or anything. I don't do that at all. You don't have to do that if you have an organic marketing strategy. And I teach that all in my program, Soka, and to my VIP clients because I'm finding that so many people are missing a couple, all, or one of the pieces. Nobody has ever come to me having all of these things in place. And once they finally do get it in place and the puzzle is complete, It's amazing how fast their followings grow, their list is growing consistently, and they don't even have to really do anything. It's a beautiful process. So if you don't have an organic marketing strategy, go and get one because you need it. It doesn't matter how small or big your business is. It's always going to be necessary for you to be doing those things. And that's things like like planning things on social media, you know, those fun little things that we have to do as business owners, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, figure out where your audience is, where they're hanging out, how you can deliver content to them consistently, drive traffic to your website, give them calls to action. So your list is building, you're getting a concentrated list of people who are warm and interested buyers for your program, for your one-on-one programs, all of those things. We can't do all of those things Physically, every single day. So, having a strategy in place and just working on it a few days of the month can really set your business up for big growth and success. And the last one was I was trying to do all the things. And I remember hearing people talk about this, and it always seems like they always save this one for last. You got to hire somebody, you got to get help. And I would always roll my eyes. And hit pause or eggs out like yeah 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 you're making all the money to hire people now. Must be nice. I still have to do everything. Goodbye. <laughs> That's how I felt when people would say that you gotta hire, you gotta hire help. And trust me, it took me a long time to get to that point. I've had lots of people that I've hired in and off and on throughout the life of my business, but I really found it difficult to even get to the point to figure out what I would have somebody do. That was a challenge for me. So I wrote down everything that I do in my business, every little thing. And I thought, okay, how much do I like doing this? Could this make sense if I didn't do it anymore and hire somebody to do it for me? Would I save some time? Would I be able to spend more time with my family or my students or clients? What would I get in return and would it make sense? So there was a few things that I noticed that I especially looked at the things that I kind of dreaded doing. That's what came to me first. And I looked at them and I thought I've perfected this workflow. I know how it goes and I don't want to do it anymore. So I handed it off to somebody else to do. And then that started working really well. And is amazing and I'm so glad I have have her on my side. And then I looked at another thing and I thought, I don't really want to do this anymore either. (laughs) And then I was getting a little higher happy. And so I hired somebody else to do something else for me because I didn't want to spend time doing it anymore. It wasn't worth my time. I work a full time job. I have kids. I can't sit and do things that are not directly pointing to making money for my business or helping people who have invested in me. Those things are the first things that will go off of my list and onto somebody else's. And it's amazing to do that. You guys, you can find such great help for affordable prices out there. All you have to do is ask. That's what I did. I just asked. I went on Instagram on my stories. I told people what I was looking for and I got a lot of emails and direct messages from people. And then one just caught my eye and then that's when I hired my VA, which is my business bestie slash integrator slash everything for me. And I don't know what I would do without her. I don't even know how I got here without her. And so it's really important to have those little things in your business that you're not too excited to do anymore. Or maybe you're not interested in it anymore, but you know it's important. Go hire somebody to help you, especially if you know that it keeps your business floating and um, it helps, you know, bring people on your list and all those important little things that we need. Do the math, figure it out, think of the time that you spend on it and know that you can't get time back. You can make money, but you can't make any more time and that's worth so much more than, you know, you can afford to spend an extra 100 bucks a month to have somebody, work on your Pinterest for you rather than spending two days setting everything up and getting frustrated. Just think about the things that you do in your business. Write them down on a piece of paper. Give it a one to five. One, you hate it. Five, you look forward to it more than anything else. And go through that list and find how many ones you have and think, hmm, maybe I could send this off to somebody else to do for me because it would make me feel a lot better. That's my challenge for you to do. I want you to look at all the five things we talked about, like screen your discovery calls, get an application process going, um, some tech details on that. You can use things like Typeform or SurveyMonkey or Google Forms to house your application. And then you can get a notification once one is filled out, and then you can respond back personally. Don't send an automated email. I think responding personally, whether it's a yes or no, is common courtesy. Um, two, have a sales page to work with you one-on-one, go start working on a cool sales page and make it look like, you know, you've been doing this for years and people are going to have to wait to work with you because you're in high demand, have an awesome sales page. Don't be available at all times, have a good organic marketing strategy in place and stop trying to do all the things in your business. There are tiny little things we can probably hand off or ask for help or something. Think really hard on those. And if you want to share what you come up with, maybe you're like, hey, Lindsay, I hired somebody to do a Pinterest or hey, Lindsay, I hired somebody to schedule out my Facebook group posts. Yeah, that's awesome because that's going to save you a lot of time. And I'm proud of you for doing that. And I want you to go ahead and think about that. You can DM me on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. But otherwise, I want you to get those five done. They're really important for the growth and simplicity of your business, and that's what I'm all about. Want 10 ways for you to start booking your dream clients? I created this workbook for you because I wanted to share my best tips on how I book mine. You're not going to believe how easy these are, and I know you'll be able to take my tips and put them into action ASAP so you can start working with your dream clients. To grab the workbook for free, all you have to do is go to lindsaymaloney.com podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. If you want to find out more information how you can work with me, just head on over to my website, lindsaymaloney.com. You will be able to see how you can work with me privately or in a group setting. I'm all about helping you start and scale your coaching business. So I'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a rating and review. And if you want bonus points, Take a screenshot of a review and tag me on your Instagram story. I'd love to see it and share it with my audience. And plus, you don't want to miss another episode.